you can make enough mistakes to where you get down on yourself and go, okay, I have to, I got myself in this. I got to get myself out. But that's where God is, at least in my life. He's always been right there. The great redeemer. Mm -hmm. And folks, I'd say this. God doesn't cause people to make poor choices. He gives them the chance to make a choice of good or bad. Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Victor Mark Show. Part one of this, if you didn't listen, I'm going to just tell you what it was. It was my bride interviewing our firstborn son, child number two, Shiloh Marks. It was a... a very sweet, heartfelt um, show, listening to him re kind of give his perspective as a, a kid growing up with us. And um, yeah, I'm thankful uh, that we could get that on our show and I think possibly video too. So if you'd like to see uh, what our son looks like, go to. He's hideous. I'll just tell you right now. He's hideous and dumber than a bag of rocks. But he's got a very strong back. Strong back. He lifts a lot. Is that too? There's some dads laughing their head off right now. And there's some moms wanting to join my wife. Honey, what are you? Don't cross that table. Careful coming up on my six. Uh, so Eileen is still here in the studio with us. That's a joke, honey. Kids made from Gibraltar. Look at that. He's he's the package. Good looking, intelligent. What's Gibraltar? Uh, you know, the the. Hey, are you producing it now? The the very fact you asked what Gibraltar is is leaning toward. I'm going a sack of rocks. Um, no, it's, it, I'm referring to you being a solid man. Okay. Granted, made of stone. Good genes. Good genes. Then why does your uncle tell me I have a strong back and a weak mind? Because he's always picked on me since I was a kid. There's a couple ways to answer that. Yeah, because he is one. We'll have to get him in here. So, folks, what, all right, let's just get to it. All right? You come down for your sister's graduation. We've uh, uh, able to step in here in a new studio. You like it? I love it. Pretty cool? I love what you guys do. I know. It's amazing. I want to thank everybody who supports the work we do. Uh, we're reaching so many people through uh, the platform of this podcast or whatever you want to say. And and hey, subscribe to it. We just we have different ways you can subscribe. One that's really going haywire is uh in a good way, it's pray.com. There's an app you can download, pray.com. We're close to I think sixty thousand uh, subscribers just on that. 
And then YouTube, we have a couple hundred thousand. And then on social media, I know we're, the other ones, Facebook and Instagram, I think we're around a million. So I'm so thankful that God has given us a platform. So let's get right to it, all right? To it. This one's you and your mom. Mono chatted mono. up. Ooh. How old are you right now? You make 30? 30 years old. He's 30, folks. He's grown up. And, um, again, listen to the last uh, the last podcast to, to get really insight into his perspective growing up. You know what I never think about? But it is kind of true. You're a preacher's kid. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about that? Oh, yes. I learned the right way to do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. My moral <laughs> rebel. And then, did you ever think about this? Huh. I'm a preacher's kid. Because Papa, yeah. Soka, yeah. my dad got ordained, mm-hmm. right, as a minister of the gospel, yeah. through actually through Calvary Chapel, uh, when you were just a wee lad. That's weird. I mean, I don't ever think about that. So talk about turning all of our lives around. Uh, God does, and yet you blew it. We had a good running streak, son. What? What in the world? Dang, we almost made it. One generation with my dad, no, because he he blew it. And then with me, I was on a. No, you know, you know Papa talks no. about no. how he would travel and speak with Joanne. Oh, I, I know. In the early days. Yeah. So that's he's someone who has a gift, but he's not fully, <laughs> he's not born again yet. So the stories are pretty crazy. But here's my point, folks. Everybody thinks Christian families doing good are without trial, tribulation, or struggles. That's just not true. Now, we're all accountable for our actions. But I'm here to talk about just, you know, when real life, you're just struggling, and, and I've had my struggles before Christianity and after, certainly Papa did, and now you. So what was what was your biggest struggle? What 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 really not reading stumbled the Bible you? enough. Okay. Ooh. No, I'm kidding. I was about to say, you read? <laughs> I thought it was audio. You keep looking at me. I was like, what? And the um reading. My yeah, my my biggest struggle was Drinking what? alcohol. You drank alcohol? I loved it. What? I loved it. Let me cover your ears. I remember the night you called me. Yeah. You called me and said, Dad, I think you were 17. You weren't, uh, you weren't drinking age yet, and you were still in school. You said, uh, Dad, I'm just letting you know I'm going to some friend's house, and I'm going to drink. I said, like, why? You're like, well, I want to experience what it's like to drink alcohol and blah, blah, blah. But you said it with a real, like you thought it out. I said, I don't think it's going to There you go. Hey, I'm not going to drive afterwards. If I need to stay there, well, da, da, da. And it's just, I'm going to. And I remember telling you, there's two reasons why you shouldn't. You're like, why? I said, One, you're underage. Okay, so you're breaking the law. And uh, God, can't, you know that that's no cool. And the second, there's there's a couple of things you need to stay away from from our family line on both sides. 
And the big one is alcohol. So you tried the the fire water, mm-hmm. and did it get you? We had a good run. <laughs> we had a good run. Folks were laughing because we can now, but it was painful. <laughs> it was it was sad to see my my son's brain soaked in alcohol conversations that were incoherent, even when he wasn't drunk. Uh, just the influence of alcohol, how much it changed the chemistry in your brain and your ability to communicate. And I can joke with him uh, about everything we've joked about so far, but he's always been an intelligent, thoughtful, deep thinker. You do get that from me and your papa and your brothers like that. But alcohol, um, you know, the sauce of Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we're always saying that Adults who are even Christians can't drink. Is that what we're saying right now? I'm not saying. I'm not saying it either. No, because no. uh, uh, look, as a guy told me the other day, wasn't it Jesus that turned the water to wine? He, you know. Uh, so, what we're saying is that for us and our family, and probably many of you listening, alcohol is not a good choice. It's not something you truly have the liberty for. And I know this, dealing with kids, just like the last podcast, kids who are incarcerated. The number of teens I've talked to that did things they would never, ever do without being under the influence of alcohol. And um, so, yeah, I'm not a big fan of alcohol. But like you said, y'all had a good run. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, you know me as a dad. I don't try to interject in my kids' lives once they become adults. Uh, maybe sometime to a fault, but a lot of times I just feel like, well, all I can do is pray. You know, he's a grown-ass man. He's going to make his own decisions. And your mother would be a little bit more controlling. You know, I'd have to tell you, you better cut down a biblical cord because you're going to tie yourself up in knots. You're going to destroy your life worrying about your son. Either God has him or he doesn't. And we've installed enough moral code and fiber into his DNA or his warehouse of morality. He knows what's right and wrong. So I don't talk about the junk Mm. and the problems that alcohol cause. I don't talk about how in the world did you get out of it? Because that's what people will want to know right now. Maybe you can have that water. Good question. Thank you. How did I get out of alcohol? Yeah, I mean, how did you break out of just something that was destroying your life? Yeah, good question. Um, I had to. I had to realize that. Well, a, a, a idea popped in my head that maybe I needed help. Why? I mean, why did that pop in your head? Because I had I had gone on a uh, I had gone on a good bender, mm. a good bender. What is a good bender to you? Four days. What? Yeah. Um, and and it was it was the fourth or fifth morning. I remember in the shower, and I remember th- I just thought about back to my week, and. I did. I did so many things that I told myself I'd never do. Interesting. 
And <laughs> so it went against your own conscience. You're like, oh, okay. And I, I remember I was in the shower, and the it was a little little thought. Um, it was a chink in the armor, and it was. Now I know you have it, Shiloh. You've always give, you you got it. You got it. Yeah. Maybe 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 you do need help. Mm. Maybe this is something you don't see, and that's just the grace of God. Because um, I was resistant, for, I was res- I was resistant to thinking that I couldn't do something if I put my mind to it for so long. Yeah, you know what? I'll take responsibility for some of that as a dad because I trained you to believe. I raised you to believe you can do anything you put your mind to, mm-hmm. and I still believe that. But you know, I guess is that that balance of, you know, if you're going after a dream, you better make sure it's the Lord's dream for you, mm-hmm. or there's an element of spiritual warfare that if you're not prepared to handle, the enemy will trick you. Our flesh will lie to us. I mean, the mind is never more skilled in deception than when it comes time for us to, oh, yeah. you, you know, justify things. Mm-hmm. So I love this, the thought, because the thing you would always tell me over the years, I got this, Dad. And I would go, you do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. No, I got it. Don't worry, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly thought I did. Right. It hence know, deception. That, yeah. It was. It was always, and and you know, for me, you know, my story, I, I, I'm so optimistic. You know, at least I try to be. I've always thought I've been that. No matter how bad it was, I, I could think of a way it was going to get better. Yeah. And so, which is a great trait in itself. Right. Yeah. Unless you. You know, unless you are an alcoholic <laughs> and you're not getting help, then then you know things get gradually worse, never better. Mm. And so, yeah, for, for what what changed for me was that it was maybe I need help. And I remember thinking I'd watched a few movies. You know, Rocket Man was one of them. Um, Shia LaBeouf's movie uh, there, but the the there was movies where people went. You know, weak people, people with you know, you know, weirdos. They had to they had to go somewhere to get help, and I remember thinking, you may be one of those people. <laughs> may, well, you know, how are you getting that on a rocket man? Because he ate the the paste or painted no, no, the. No, no, oh no, not the Elton John. Oh, movie. okay, okay. I'm thinking of the. I'm thinking, you can see where my mind is at. No, Rocket the monkey Rocket. ate all of the, the food supplements. No, not not the great Disney film from the late nineties. Okay, with uh, I can't think of his name, but uh, that's funny, Dad. <laughs> we kept talking about it. You're going. I'm like, what? when? How did I he go to? See the, did he? He was an astronaut. Okay. No, but I, so I, I ended up, uh, I checked into a treatment center rehab, which is one of the best, best things that ever happened to me. Um, and then from there I realized that I was an alcoholic. I mean, it all made sense. Well, I mean, was it just extremely humbling to go, I'm going to go check into, uh, Uh this is, you know, this is where weak people go Mm -hmm. because that's the general and I would say this, if you're listening and you're struggling, doing what my son did is anything but weak. It's one of the most courageous things a man or a woman can do. 
true courage to recognize I've got a problem. Ugh, I need help. And, you know, there are times where I think a person can turn to the Word of God and be set free or be prayed for in an instant. All that stuff is real. And yet, there are times where things look differently. Hence, Jesus spitting, putting mud in his hand, and slapping on a guy's eyes to make him. Well, so we're trying to encourage some of you listening right now. You may not have it, and you may need to dig deeper than what you have and ask God for the courage to help you to do the right thing. So at that point, you check in. You said it was one of the best things because it really arrested your downward spiral, which ultimately unchecked could have killed you, I mean, physically. Um, or Because you're, you're a marks. We full throttle everything. Mm-hmm. I've learned to channel that, you know, that type of intensity into now things that, you know, that are beneficial in my relationship with your mom. That's one. People see me on, I mean, today I just did another reel with her, and I'm like, I love this. But when you get caught up in that negativity, when the enemy hooks you in darkness, it's not a time to play, and it's not a time to try to outlast or outrun it. So you got help, and you realize you were an alcoholic. Now, there are some people out there right now listening who go, no such thing as alcoholic. It's a chosen thing. And here's what I would tell you. Shut your pie hole. I don't really care. Don't leave a comment. Don't email me. Okay. This is what's true for us and our family and my son, and that's all that matters because he's sober. So take everything else you believe and use it for yourself or someone you love. I'm not going to come against you. But don't you dare come against us or uh, things could get messy. Now, with that disclaimer, how long have you been sober? A year and about 10 months. Wow. You ever get scared? You're going to fall off the wagon? Uh, that, that, was a, that was a real fear early on. And then I, I talked to, because I'm in the program, um, there's a 12 step program that I is that for weak people too? You can see, you can yeah, see 12 steps to mm-hmm. support your weakness. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, aren't you in there with like lawyers, doctors, businessmen in the program and AA, uh, you know, mm-hmm. preachers, teachers, professors, normal people, mm-hmm. but they don't really seem weak. They're actually many of them are very successful. Uh, and they're dedicated. So the program mm-hmm. works for you. It's worked for me, absolutely. Uh, it's been it's meant it's been the the difference is a difference maker for me. Yeah. And and as a Christian, I prayed for I prayed for healing for a long time. I prayed for the miracle, um, and I believe I'm living in it now. Mm. God God gave me He answered my prayer. He gave, he gave me the handles, um, and he gave me the steps to what, to live the life that I really want. Okay, it's pretty profound. Hold on. I, I'm i resisting. I'm telling my tear ducts to buck up and stop. No leaking here because that's pretty profound. 
I prayed for a miracle, and I feel like I'm living it. I was the only one that prayed. And that, that's, that's one thing I'll say to, to parents, because I could say to you guys, you know, there's God's, this is hard. Um, your prayers, God hears your prayers. And, and, and it's so difficult. I, I mean, I, I, can, I can imagine how difficult it is um, to keep praying for something that doesn't change. There's no change. Mm-hmm. It only gets worse, never better. And and there's God still hears prayers yeah. that that and I'm proof of that. Yeah, it, you know it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a a miracle or it wasn't an answer to prayer overnight in a moment, right? And I and I mean that I think of the scripture that says pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. The the prayers of the righteous availeth much, and then the one where it's like, uh, you know, pray with faith. Faith is evidence of thing hoped for but not yet seen. So you're praying, and uh, your spiritual mentor, Nana, one of them, right, Nana, she prays with that fervency. Mm-hmm. She's prayed for you. We've had friends pray for you, uh, and and we will encourage parents, grandparents, spouses, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, pray for the person that we would say is in a prodigal place or, or is an addiction, and then do as God leads you to do, but don't enable them. Don't get caught up in the games that they play in order to survive and you know stick to their addiction. Do what God would want you to do. Now, you had consequences out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a single parent now. Mm-hmm. Is, is that how we call that? Mm-hmm. Your marriage didn't make it, and... Um, but you had a beautiful marriage, but yeah. alcohol did destroy it. And it was it was you making the choices. You have a, a beautiful uh, ex-wife, great gal. I admire y'all's relationship. Um, and I, you know, we had hoped that things would work out. Uh, but forgiveness is a is a is, forgiveness has to be done at a level where it's supernatural. You can't force forgiveness on anybody. Um, and But you, I'll tell you what, you're one of the best dads I've ever seen. I told you that it, you're the dad I wish I had when I was growing up, your sweet daughter. And you all do amazing co-parenting. Um, and, I mean, really, you all are an example to that. And this is what I always say. Not all marriages make it. But godly people do. Godly men will make it. Godly women will make it. You have to keep your eyes on the Lord when when you know the marriage doesn't make it, and that's not the end of the world. It happens, uh, but you got to don't fall into the trap of the enemy. You got to keep your eyes on the Lord, and you do that. And um, so, I, I mean, I'm digging around in all your stuff, and it's a little bit of pressure, and. Uh, if you don't want me to air any of this, I won't. No, okay. But I'll tell you, I know it brings a lot of hope to parents who, you know, uh, you know, a lot of tragedies happening in their home. What would you tell that parent of a of a son or as a son or daughter who's addicted and struggling? Mm, I I feel for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's 
that's a hard place. I, I, I don't, you know, being being on the other side of it, you know, I, 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 I can only imagine the, the difficulty. But there is a solution. Mm. There's a lot of people who found the life change. Um, and so don't lose hope. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's... And, and the one, the one, I love God for a number of reasons, but, you know, my story is, it's continuing to be written, but, you know, at all the turns, it's, it's like, I've always took my own turn. Mm. <laughs> There's a T and it's like, go that way, Shiloh, and I go that way. Right. And, and for, and I say that because it's, uh, you know, a lot of Christians, that would be the wrong turn. Yeah. And so in my life, it's, it's been like a. If, if if I let the narrative be, there's been the T in the road. I've always took the wrong turn. Well, wait, it almost sounds like now you're talking to the actual person mm-hmm. who is maybe another young man, mm-hmm. uh, a young gal, older people. You're speaking to them. It's just you'll get to these T sections. Mm-hmm. You're going to go right or left, which way. How do they make the better decision? That's a good question. I don't have the answer to that. I I know, I know for me, it when there's a T in the road and there's the good decision and the bad decision. It's a lot of times I took the to the wrong decision, and I feel so grateful because God is a God that redeems, and it, and I mm. not in a cheesy way. It's right. not He doesn't redeem things that that some stuff He He can redeem it all and. And whether whether you cause the whether you cause the mess or whether the mess was caused to you, mm. think of Joseph. Joseph didn't get asked to be thrown in the in the pit. Mm. He didn't ask to be taken to Egypt. He didn't be he wasn't asked. He didn't do anything to get thrown back in jail with Potiphar's wife. But all of those were steps that God ordained for him. Mm. He ended up you know being second in command in Egypt, leading Egypt. But he would never got there if his brothers didn't throw him in the pit. And so. For for the, the 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 faith and the goodness that I have in God is I can't mess it up enough. Yeah. He's always right there. He's always right there to to help, not even rewrite, but continue writing the story. I love it because there there's you you can, you you can make enough mistakes to where you get down on yourself and go okay I have to I got myself in this I got to get myself out. But that's where God is at least in my life. He's always been right there. The great redeemer mm-hmm. and. Folks, I'd say this. God doesn't cause people to make poor choices. He gives them the chance to make a choice of good or bad. And, you know, Joseph's brothers throwing him in the pit. Joseph's brothers lying to the dad saying he was eating. You know, Potiphar's wife, she chose to lie about him, trying to rape her. Did uh, they throw him in the pit or was that someone else? They sold him this. Oh, wait. He's... He got sold into slavery. Come on, Mama. Was what there is a it? pit? There was a pit. Yeah, they put him in pit, the pit, and then, and then they sold okay. him, right? Okay. Uh, they had this planned out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, all those circumstances, people, his brothers had a chance to do right or wrong. And eventually they came around, but it's exactly what you said. God's able to redeem people's bad choices. And then he's able to redeem our bad choices. Because what I hear you say is, you know, his grace is enough. And you're walking and living in his grace in a big way. Okay, so I I just got to ask this. Root issues. 
your preacher's kid. You saw inconsistencies in the home. You saw me with PTSD. You saw me do crazy things. Um, is that what caused you to drink? No. I drink because I like the effect. What? I drink because I like the effect. I threw you across the room one time when you were a little kid. You, you didn't have to go to the hospital. I, you you know, saw me tore things up and <laughs> smash people. What? For me, for me, it was, you know, I there was, it was just our lives. There yeah. wasn't anything, there wasn't anything, you know, <laughs> out of, like I, you know, the, you know, one of my first memories was you throwing the chair that yeah. I broke my arm on against the wall. <laughs> I, there wasn't anything there. Right. Me. It just it, seemed that's normal. That's just how dad was. Yeah. And so. And he, we yeah. run in karate schools. You saw me getting you saw me how to fight people. You saw yeah, it's just I, all normal. It was it was just all part of it. Mm-hmm. it and you, I, I, the older I get, the more that I think that, um, the there, there's such an easy temptation and a trap for for people in ministry. You know, to think that people are watching them and they're watching for their inconsistencies and they're trying. We're all hypocrites. Yeah, we all yeah. don't live how we want to. Right. And, and, and so, you know, that for me, you know, that's, that's, that, that, that's just called being a human being. Yeah. There's some people that their mission that they like to find those people. Yeah. And it's, well, you know, there are professional hypocrites. I think what you're talking about is just cause I remember that as a young man, you were like, I, I, I can't stand none of our kids could stand the hypocrisy of, the church or Christians, y'all would see stuff in people we knew before even us. And I'd be like, well, you know, no, they're, and y'all could just tell. Um, but uh, so did mom and dad, did we ever live a life of hypocrisy, presenting one thing to people, and then at home we're completely different? Did we live that life that would cause y'all to, It'd be all jacked up. That's never how I never saw it that way. No, yeah. no, we, I, the, the, the one thing that I like telling people, you know, if people do know who we are, um, you know, we're just as normal as they are. Yeah. We, it's <laughs> in every God's, God's blessed you and mom in the ministry. Yeah. And it's been a lot of hard work over the years. And, and you, you know, you guys have such an ability and ministry to reach people and help people it doesn't make us any different than other people. That's so good. There, there's that, you know, but it's, it's funny because I do the same thing as, as, as much as I'm aware of that, there's yeah. people on Instagram or people I see, I'm like, Oh man, their lives, they must be. And, and it, it's so easy to do that to where you picture their life to be nothing like yours. Right. And so the, the people out there that, you know, see what dad does and, it, you know, and mom, it's very heroic. It's it's you know what movies are made of. Thank you. But they're normal people. Yeah. It, it's. Well, you you know what I tell folks? I go, I'm just an ordinary guy that's been able to do some extraordinary things because of God. I don't see it any different. Yeah. And um, you know, people based stuff on perceptions, and God's definitely given us skill sets and wisdom and great teams to do things that are pretty extraordinary and sure. we're humbled by it, but we're just normal folks. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm having you on here to share. It's like, 
guys, uh, it's funny. And I've shared our struggles, and that's one of the – you know what people say now about us so much? They go, and it's been for years, y'all are the real deal. Remember that, man? They would just go, y'all are the real deal. Or they write a comment and go, I actually met them, or I did – or whatever. They're just the real deal. They're the same people. And I'm like, I would go, why – isn't everybody supposed to be the real deal? Why? And so, but the sad thing is that there are so many people in ministry, and we're seeing it now, mm-hmm. professional hypocrites, mm-hmm. abusing people, doing craziness, mm-hmm. just, you know. Oh, there's definitely th- those there's responsibilities, and there's there's levels to that. Yeah, the, there's sure. a difference between stumbling and then just being deceitful. Mm-hmm. Heck, many, many people are wicked. And I, you know, I started calling people out because I think that's part of what I'm supposed to do, in the sense of going that there the the church is so sick, and everybody should be the real deal. But guys hiding and doing horrible things and all this nonsense, it's the church has got to get healed from it. And we are in that season now. I thank God we're in that season now. But um, so no, this has been good. This has really been good. I hope people listening. Go, holy smokes! I, I never would, and I've shared stuff with people uh, on social media. Gosh, we're reaching so many folks right now, and we're just gonna keep it real. We all rely on the Lord. I think it was one of our daughters that said, "You know, we don't we don't tell names of our daughters, obviously, or show pictures. We're private." But the guys, it's okay. But it was like. How 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 do you and mom make it? How are y'all making it? And we're like, there's no secret. We just when we fall, we repent. When we sin, when we there's shortcomings. How many times have I told y'all what y'all just saw? How dad acted? That's not a representation of the heavenly father. It's an earthly faulted dad, and I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Um, and you guys did a good job about that. Growing up, thank you. Yeah, you, we and and, and I remember because you guys, when you guys would argue in the car, yeah, argue or something happened, you guys would say, "I'm sorry, guys, we shouldn't have argued in front of you." Yeah, and so whenever things did happen, I, I think as a family we did a really good job of dealing with it in a healthy way moving forward. Yeah, because well, we're passionate people. Yeah. I mean, who we are and what we do, we're all in. Your mom. Your siblings, we're, God has made us to be kind of all in. What I love seeing, and I'll close with this, what I love seeing is the uniqueness in each one of our children, the individual mm-hmm. personalities. And uh, <clears throat> we have never tried to make y'all conform to anything. Mm-hmm. We've just said, honey, what's, what's your favorite scripture about your children walking with the Lord? She said, I have no greater joy than to know my children are walking in the truth. That's in the Holy Bible, ain't it? It's holy sacred. What's that? It's the sacred text. And that's all we've wanted for y'all. It's like, and we've never tried to push y'all to go into ministry or follow our steps or do martial arts or movies or high risk work or ministry. None of that. We've never. We're like, we don't know what God has in store for y'all. Um, 
But I'm grateful that you actually now get to work with us in ministry. I'm grateful. I don't know how long, but you do an incredible job. And uh, you, you work with our supporters, and, uh, and, and it's, it's been a phenomenal aspect of ministry for you. Different than what you thought, right? Uh, donor relations, support, however you want to call it. But it, you're not out there trying to beat people for money, are you? No. It's the complete opposite. We're, we don't even do fundraising like that. I told you, it's just fundraising. Please thank people that I'm not able to because of our responsibility. Thank them for supporting us. And has it, has it been great? It's been awesome. Awesome, right? We got some good people. Great people. Oh, some my. of the best people. It's, mm-hmm. And you know what? I know they appreciate you being my son. You speak direct, truthful, and uh, you encourage and you minister to them. And it comes back both ways. Uh, so I'm thankful for the role that you have. Thank and you. we've never, ever had one person that we trusted and had the heart for what we do to represent Christ, what we do to our supporters. So thank you for being in that role. Um, and, um, thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, folks, pray for my son Shiloh. Not only because you've heard about his life, where he is, but he's in a ministry position too. Always pray for our teams. You know, we have U.S. based. We have Southeast Asia over the Middle East. Now we're expanding down into Colombia, south of the border. But uh, for privacy and security reasons, we don't put a lot of people's faces out there and names attached because, you know, if we're doing one aspect of our ministry and job well, what God's called us to do, we make people mad from ISIS to cartels to gangs to who traffic to pedophiles. And we, you know, so, um, but obviously my, my son's been training in martial arts since he was a wee lad. Uh, there's amazing stories. You have tremendous skill sets, but you got great humility. And it looks, uh, I just want to know what happened to your hair. What's going on with that hair? It's, uh, it's kind of it's way up there. I went to. Yeah, let's blame him. We can pray for him. I will pray for the sheer. Or, no, uh, for those of you kids, my hun, honey, you, you threw a beautiful baby boy right here who grew up to be a handsome man. Uh, I'm, ladies, I'm not pimping him out, so just everybody slow down. We don't. I don't want to get emails and texts and moms and grandmas trying to set him up. You're very content with your life right now, being a dad. Uh, being sober and working in the ministry, so God, very much. So. Yeah, God knows the future, and I'm, I'm thankful for your wisdom and trust in that. Well, everyone, this has been special. Uh, it's been I've really enjoyed you being here, son. Thank you. Very and uh, if you would like more information on what we do and how we do it, please go to Victor Marks. With an X, VictorMarks.com. It is an education when you click on that website. And um, we appreciate y'all more than you know. Thank you for those who pray. Thank you for those who support. And thank you for those who connect us to other people sharing about what we do. Uh, We're truly humbled. So until next time, oh, wait a minute. I get to ask you. The last two questions. Mm-hmm. Woo! 
Okay, here we go. The last two questions, normally one's based on, you know, the perception. But, my gosh, you're our son. You work in the ministry now. So, you know. But tell people, what do you think of mom and dad in the ministry? What's What would you tell people of who we are and what we do? That's a good question. It's a great question. I love asking people this. You guys are very genuine. You guys are very genuine. You have a heart to help people. Mm. And and it's it's that simple. Thank you. What a what a great that it doesn't matter if a, a billion people say it. It doesn't mean more than when it's my own son, one of my own kids. Thank you. The second question is, we're all going to die. Have you ever thought, you know, we're going to die on some of those missions? You had to deal with that. And I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that you bore that, that, you know, the sobriety of that going, oh, they're going again. You know, they're going in the harm's way. And the, but I'm, I'm glad that you've learned to trust God to go, well, if this is their time, that's it. Nobody can do anything different about it. It's God knows. And I tell people, don't think it's a mistake. If you ever hear I get schwacked somewhere or or whatever, God controls my destiny. My wife said, only, not man. It's the will of God. But we're all going to die. I want to be a great, great grandpa. You've made me a grandpa. I'm so grateful. But what happens to Shiloh when the last time, <sighs> last breath, close your eyes, you're done. What's, what do you believe, you know, and why? I mean, like, what do you think is going to happen? Why do you believe it? That's also a good question. Yeah. When I when I take my last breath, which hopefully, Lord willing, will be a long time from now. Yeah. Um, I believe that that's when I enter into heaven and I'm meted and I get to meet Jesus in heaven. That's what I believe. Why do you believe that? Because it's... Is you homeschooled for a that's while? A, that's a good question too. Um, I was actually thinking about this last night on the plane. There's no way I can prove it. There's nothing. I mean, the Bible can prove it, um, but to some degree too, it, it it can't be proven because it's all in your head, right? It's it, belief. It's it's thought. It's faith. Yeah. And so. You know, that, that for me is very, it's personal to me. I, I can't really describe exactly how or why I believe it, but it's something that I believe. Yeah. And it brings me, it brings me great peace. Mm. Uh, I, was, I was older than you when I struggled for about a year in my faith. I was actually on staff at Focus on the Family, where for a whole year, it was almost consistently daily where I was like, is this really real? How do I know? Well, I mean, uh, and I know that the Lord allowed the enemy to just constantly fire these darts at me for me to grow in my faith. And what helped me is, because you can look at the Bible and go, oh, okay, people say, well, men wrote it. Okay, well then, no, but the reality is I believe the Bible because of the prophecies in it that have been fulfilled. That's what really makes the Holy Bible Provable. It's like, 
if people look at the historical text, the other thing is when Jesus died on the cross and he rose again, people saw him. There's there's real eyewitness accounts. So I go, okay, this is it. I start laying into all this and I go, and the other thing is I know I could never earn my way to heaven. I, I I'm not good enough. People people say this. They go, Victor March, you're a good man. I go, not really. Because I know me. But I hope I'm good at being a man. And that people remember me for that. That's really good. Thank you. There's a difference. Did you come up with that? Yeah, every that's once in a while. Your pop comes one. up with a nugget. I, I wasn't expecting that. Well, that's a good one. Thanks. I can always, I can always use Charlie Kurtz's quote. The great Victor Marx. Okay. The, the great? The great Victor Marx. That's from his <laughs> mouth to the microphone. <laughs> Charlie, if you're listening, I'm, I was humbled by that. I just can't live up to it. But I do want my wife to say that my great. Don't roll your eyes so hard. That looked like you. That kind of gave you a concussion the way you rolled your eyes like that, woman. Okay. I'll take the heart. No, so yeah, uh, heaven is because of Christ alone. The cross, him being raised from the dead, and I have a, a modicum of belief that they go, I don't, I don't have millions to put on the bet. I just have a few shillings. This is it, but it's all I got. And, you know, I, I, I got to believe that it's true. I'm not going to even spread my bet out on <laughs> Buddhism or Islam, or different. I'm just gonna put it all on the cross, and, and I'm gonna all in. I'm all in, totally counting on Jesus. And if I'm wrong, well, there's a whole lot of people gonna be wrong, but it's not because I'm good. It's because Jesus is great, and I do like when yeah. my Muslim friends say that God is great. He is, but Jesus did on the cross for us, and. Um, you know, and our fathers and forefathers, everybody's gone before us. You ever think about that? I'm like, mm-hmm. they've, everybody has gone before us. So it's not like, uh, it's like, well, yeah, it's just time to get on the elevator and go upstairs. Bing. <laughs> Paradise. <laughs> you like your father's low IQ Cajun way to see it. It's a good word fiction. It works. Jesus spoke in parables. He did. I'm in you good company. You have that in common. I am in good company. All right, folks, this has been great. Love you, son. Love you, too, folks. All right. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go get it done. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.